begin with the with a reminder of why we're here. And when I say why we're here, uh, like we said yesterday, right, to know why we're here on this planet. Um, I don't know if anybody can really answer why we're here uh, from a cosmic sense. Of course, uh, from our neshama and, and the, the, the bigger tachlis, as the Vasil Sharm writes, as the Ramchal writes, is it's all for our benefit. It's all for our good. Hashem wants to just give us good. He wants to grace us with just good, good, good. So he put us uh, on this world. Um, I'm, we're not going to get into that right now, um, understanding that, because that's, um, you know, one of my favorite lines is, I don't know who said it, maybe Rabbi Yisrael Salanta, the altar from Kel, maybe, that uh, people are trying to uh, understand Hashem and believe in themselves when it's really the opposite. You've got to try and believe in Hashem and understand yourself. So to understand uh, why God created the world and why Hashem created the world, okay, we know there's a, a, a pretty basic concept of why Hashem created the world. But now let me try and just under, try and understand me. Let me understand uh, myself. Let me uh, get to know myself better. Let me try and understand who I am and what my life is here for right now. What am I here for today? What am I here for tomorrow, for a week, for this month? Like, what am I trying to accomplish? Uh, what am I trying to, to do? And, and how am I going to do it? And who am I, really? When I say, who am I, it's, you know, everybody, the Gemara says, Kishem, Shein partzu fame doyme zulazu. Just like our faces are not the same. Kach deyoseim, ain't a doyme zulazu. So too, your opinions and the way you look at things, right, we're all very different. And one of the biggest Yetzirahs, in my opinion, one of the biggest Yetzirahs that I see, right, we had this last week's parsha of Lamazeh Tishalashmi. The Yetzirah doesn't want to know your name. He's not, not interested in your name. Doesn't interested in your identity, right? Not interested in your identity of who you are. That's the Yetzirah. You're, you're, you're just another number. You're just another copy. You're a copy of something, of someone. You don't really mean anything. It's not so deep of who you are. That's the, that's the Yetzirah. That's how the Yetzirah lives, right? The Pshad is, but it's the, the exact opposite of what, uh, what, what, what really who we are. We are so special. Each and every one of us is so special, is so beautiful, uh, is so intrinsically uh, uh, so holy, so pure, right? The, uh, the, that, that song that we sang the other night that, that Yaakov Miller sang so beautifully, right? So holy, so pure, right? Each and every one of us is here and, and, and has so much to give. We have so much individuality. We have so much. And the irony is, the irony is, is that the, the outside world um, and, and people who are not focused into um, themselves and their, their, their power of who they are and the creativity of who they are, you know, is, is, is stifles a person's greatness. You know, people think you watch movies 
and you get to see the Star Wars and Avengers and, and all this uh, uh, creative stuff, right? Uh, the, the irony is, is, that it, is that it makes you smaller. Hollywood, Hollywood and, and all of the externals make us you know, smaller. All the social media makes you smaller. All the copycatting, all the trying to fit into something as opposed to just being you. It's like being able to be free to be me, to be oneself is, uh, as Adam Rishon was raya misoifa oilam ad sofo. He was able to see from one end of the world to the other end of the world until he was chayta. And then the chet made him very small-minded. Right? It's one of the things I said, and then I'll, uh, I want to hear from you guys. It's one of the things that I said after music night that I said, I bid dafka, and I'll end, end with this with the Chavetz Chaim, and then I really want to hear from you guys, is that I said from the, the reason I dafka wanted to do music night, uh, here, I'll talk about Nussi, talk about his performance, right? I dafka, yeah, exactly. But, but I want to say, I dafka, I dafka wanted to do, oh, I have a good zug. I'm inspired. I dafka wanted to do Music night here. I said it when I when I when I spoke. I dafka wanted to do it in the base Medrash. Why? Because people think. People think that the base Medrash and Judaism is 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 squashes a person, and it takes away your individuality and it takes away your beauty, where where there's nothing further than the truth. Uh, of that. If, you're, if you feel, I'll give you another example. Why do people like to drink alcohol? Anybody want to say why people like to drink? Feels good. Feels good? Oh, brings out, brings out. You, I could be me. How many people have heard that? I feel when I drink, I could be me. I feel when I, when I smoke, I feel when I do something, I could, it takes away, it takes away the edge so that I could just be me. So I'm sorry to, 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 to ruin the party. I'm actually happy to bring a better party. So I'm not really sorry to ruin the party. Only when you ruin the party and there's no other party, then, then, then I would feel bad. But I have, we have a better party, right? When somebody learns not to drink and somebody learns not to smoke and somebody who learns not to escape so then what happens is, then they begin to really discover the true me, the true you, who you are. And that you realize how the, the you who drank and smoked and escaped or did whatever they did, that you were afraid to let go of that. Why were you afraid to let go of that? Because then I can't be me, is that there's nothing further than the truth, is that you actually were being squashed and you were being, you were being, you know, um, you know, mitzumtzum, constricted. You were being constricted, constrained from being, from being who you are. You know, it's, it's so, uh, it's beautiful. I love it because, because it's so true. And I love saying things that are true. It's like people, you know, I love when people, I love when people say that like, oh, I can't stop drinking or I can't do this because then I'm not, not going to be free. I'm like, uh-huh, and now you're so free. 
right? Now you're so free. Now you're so free uh, to, to, to live the life that you want to lo- live. Right? That's the pshad. Ein ben What does that mean? It means that when a person really taps into himself, into Judaism, into God, into Hashem, into real, into the way re- really it is, so then that's when he really starts flapping his wings and you really begin to soar. And that's why we love talking about the Chavetz Chaim and we love talking about not speaking any Lashon Hara. Thank you so much. Thank you. They didn't have bigger cups. I know, thank you. I know. Thank you. That's why we love the Chavetz Chaim. Why? Because people think that in order to be to be someone who people like or popular or something, i got to talk about things that other people want me to talk about. And if I'm quiet, maybe people won't like, won't like me. There's nothing further than the truth. There's nothing further than the truth that, that if you just be you at the end of the day, I mean, I don't want to say if you just be you. It sounds way too easy. If you, if you learn to be you, and you uncover and you 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 try to be you, then you're you're and that's by not talking about other people. That's not trying not to be cool, not to be copying other people, not to be not to be popular, but to do you, to do you. That's when you begin to 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 to, to really soar, you know. And the thing that I say, and I'll end off with this. And please, I really love when everyone talks asks questions or comments, please, because I want to get things more clear and better. Um, is, and that is that, I think I just lost my th- what I was going to say. So I think we're going to, uh, so it's up to, what was I going to say? I just had a great thought, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. My line. I made up this line, and I think it's so true. People say, be the best you. And I'm like, don't, you don't have to be the best you. Just be you. Try and be you. And then you'll, you'll just be like the amazing you that you are. That's what Hilchus Lashonara does. Don't focus on other people. Focus on yourself. Okay, question, comments, please. No questions? No. Oh, Daniel, yes. I love Daniel's questions. Go. Right. I just sorry to freeze that right there. Did you hear how how and I and I, I want to hear your question? The association of popular, loud, more vocal. That society did that, by the way. Loud, vocal, popular. But go ahead, continue. Oh well, I don't know. We'll put that. Let's put that to the side. Loud, vocal, popular. Let's put that to the side. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Loud, popular. Right? A guy, right? I'm with you, but let's put that on the side. So, what's your question? Let's say my personality is not loud and vocal, and I'm sh- and I'm shy. Right. If what? They would try and subdue what? Right, so I'm a believer. So Daniel... Great. So Ray, I love it. Daniel, this is it. I love, that's why I love Daniel's credit. Daniel gets right to the point. I want to talk about this. 
I want to, yeah, thank you, Daniel. Let's do Daniel. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. And I mean that. I'll tell you why. I love this conversation that we're going to have right now, and I'll tell you why. What, let's see how to, let's see how to, how, to, how to say this. You know, I, what, what happens is, is, that, is that when I need to be something for other people, so then I don't be, then I'm not myself. And what happens is, I begin, oh wow, thank you. Thank you, Nasi. I begin, I begin leaving myself to be something for other people. So then what do I lose? I lose myself. How many people have that feeling? I mean, I'm not asking for hands. How many people have that feeling of like, I don't know who I am? What do you mean you don't know who you are? What, what does that mean? You have an identity crisis? What does it mean you don't know who you are? Yeah, because when I watch, uh, when I, when I watch certain things in Hollywood and, and I'm exposed and, and there's social norms and people say this is what's right, this is what it's supposed to be, this is what it should be, I'm supposed to this, and you have all these expectations and someone tells you don't be you, don't be you, don't be you, come on, don't be you. This is what's cool. This is what's popular. This is what's this. So then I, I start questioning who I am. That, that, that my identity is stolen from me. I can't be a guy who's actually quiet, nerdy, in the corner, being me. Right? Just being me. Oy vey. What would have happened if I'm just me? And I think that that's terrible. It's terrible. I wish I was vocal and popular. I wish I was loud and popular. Who says that loud is pop? Where, who wrote that? Where is that? Is that the, no, I'm not saying you, Daniel. I'm just saying. Well, but I'm saying. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's. I'm, not, but I'm saying is the goal to be popular? Well, the goal is to be me. No, no, no. You never said that. Right. You said, you said, I don't remember exactly what you said. It was something along the lines of start giving that up or work more with yourself. Right, I just want to be me. How about if I try and work on being me? I want to be, my goal in life is to be me. I want to be me. Who is me? That, that's, the, that's the question you want to ask yourself. I just want to be me. If it's a bunch of me's, right, then, then we're, in good, when we're in good shape. The problem is when I don't want to be me, I want to be somebody else. I want to be something else. That's very, very dangerous. Then you start saying, well, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know who I am. Why don't you know who you are? Again, I'm not trying to tell people they have to know who they are, but I'm just saying that's, that's the basis to start. Who am I? What do I like? What do I, what, what's good for me? What's not good for me? That's why you need people. What's, what's... But we're, it's so foreign. It's so foreign to us. It's so foreign to us to actually think, what is it that I want? What is it that what I like? What is it that maybe I like to sit in the corner and I don't like to socialize? Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Maybe I like to be by myself and, and, and not be friendly with everybody so much. Does that, does that mean that? And then you can have another guy who loves schmoozing with people. So great, then go schmooze with people. Question, comments, please. Yeah? What, 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 what? Yeah. And also, like, what he's saying a little bit, there is, I feel like there is, though, like, uh, even, let's say someone likes to be quiet, right? 
Um, obviously, that's not me, but like, as if someone likes to be quiet and doesn't like to socialize, I do understand though why it would why it would irk him because there's a lot of benefits that come with being someone who's popular and someone who, who talks to a lot of people. Well, so and can he I just have those benefits? So one second, now see, you're saying there are a lot of benefits. There are more benefits to being yourself. Whatever benefit you're going to tell me there is to being loud or to being popular, it doesn't compare to the benefit of me just being me. Now, obviously, I'm saying it as a cliche, just be, just be you. But the question is, what's my pursuit in life? Is my pursuit in life to be this or my pursuit in life is to just be me? And those are very two, two different answers. You're going to get very two different answers to how I'm gonna, gonna, gonna function based on what I'm looking for. Is my goal to be popular or my goal is just to be me? Is my goal to make a lot of friends or my goal is just to be me? Is my goal to have a good relationship right, with, my, with my wife or my goal is for people, I mean, I switched the, the thing. Is my goal for, for, uh, to make a lot of money and you know, uh, make sure that that uh, you know, everything is provided, I live in this type of house and these type of cars, or it's to have a good relationship with my wife between me and her, for me to be me and her. Those are very separate, separate ways of thinking about life. Yeah? Yeah, Shalom. And then we'll go to Philly. What, what about, and I read that because it's only, it's not attainable to want to be someone, to be someone else. Correct. But what about seeing attributes in somebody? Well, yeah, it's a really cool attribute. That's, that. that's great. That's so awesome. how can one separate Something. the two of them? Good, good. You're, you're, that's a great question. And my answer there, we, we speak about this a lot of times when we, this subject comes up, and that is that you, gotta, you, gotta, you have to know what you're trying to do. Am I trying to be that person, or I like the fact that that person is, has this mida. This person lives true to himself. So his true to himself is like this. My true to myself is like that. You take something that you like about someone, right? And by the way, when you look at it, so, so give an example. So how about give an example? Lisa. Think of someone who you like, and you, what do you like about them? Do you like the fact that they're popular? Or maybe you like the fact that they're comfortable in their own skin. What do you like about a popular... Let, let, let's, well, you go... No, you don't have to be. I'm saying, well, think of an example. What do you like in someone that you wish you could be? Look at Yossi Jacobson, right? Travels a lot of places, inspires a lot of people. Why would you? Oh, right, right. Okay. Travels a lot of places. Right. So what do you what do you like? What do you so good? Let's get it more clear. What do you what what inspires you about that? He's able to live a, a nice life while inspiring people. What, what does that mean? He's able to live a nice life. What does that mean? That, he, that his parnasa could come from helping people. How do you know what, how much parnasa he has? How do you know what he makes? How do you know anything about his parnasa? I'm, I'm just asking. What? I don't. So it's, a, so it's a vision that you have. I want to be able to. So all you're saying is, I want to be able to do what I want to do and make a living. Great. Welcome to humanity. Who doesn't want to, want to do what they want to do and make a living while they're doing it? If you love what you do, you don't. Work a day of your life. Great. So you're attracted to that. Great. So get more, get more deep of what you're attracted to. 
right? What, what do I really like about it? Yes, Rafi? Yeah, so Is that I'm okay, Sean? Great, great, yeah. thank you. I, I want to ask someone like, hey, how do I act more myself? He's like, don't, don't think, just be you, right? Right, well, obviously, right, easier said than done. There's, um, right, obviously, but I find that in myself, let's say I'll use like quietness as, as an example, right? Let's say before myself, I, I was a quiet person. And like I saw, I wasn't socially accepted, right? So I, I changed. And now where I am is, let's say, being louder comes more natural to me now. Right. It's, it's more, okay, this is me now. Right, great. I, I, it didn't come naturally, it came in right. a bad way. That's fine. That's so fine. I want to keep myself though. Is that myself? Is that my true self? Okay, now you're already getting into it. If I change the things myself, I don't, I don't, the point the point is, Rafi, the point is, is that is that we we're, our pursuit needs to be inward, not outward. That's it. My my pursuit. The more your pursuit is about me, finding out me, learning to love me, learning to accept me, learning to know me, learning to get to know who I really am deep down, whether I'm comfortable with people, I'm not comfortable with people, whether I have anxiety, I don't have anxiety, whether I'm popular, I'm not popular, whether I'm quiet, whether I'm loud. This is who I am, just like my, I'm, right, because you can't change your height, you can't change your face, I mean, people, right, nowadays people want to change, right, everything about them. I don't want to be me, I don't want to be who I am. And like Shalom says, you can't, you, it, won't, it won't work. It won't work not to be you. So you're asking if I change Amida, right? It doesn't work that quick. You can't do that so quick. It means you had that in you. It could be a confidence thing. It could be, a, you know, somebody doesn't feel good about himself, and then he starts feeling good about himself, so he could, he could, you know, he could talk up, he could speak up. But I don't know where it says that one of the goals is to be popular. I want to be popular. Good. So do I want to feel good, or I want to be popular? Oh, I want to feel good. So if I could feel good without being popular, then I'll feel good. What's better, to be popular or to feel good? To feel good. Yes, Rafael. A couple of comments and questions. Yeah, great. Um, the first comment is that uh, many times one of the benefits that you get by being popular right. comes with the side effect that people connect to you on a very external way, not right. an internal way. Like, exactly. Let's say you're popular because you throw jokes all the time or whatever. Exactly. So it's very hard to create a relationship that's... That's a real relationship because all they want to hear is jokes or whatever it is. Nice. Uh, that's one comment. Nice. Or it's money or whatever. Nice. They want a relationship with your money. Or right, right. Nice. Um, another comment is that in the Sefer Ali Shur, um, he starts off with uh, what Rashiva said in the Sefer, that um, Torah doesn't uh, um, ban a person's personality. He says that many people that start in the, tar- in the world of Torah, they... Right. Um, they, they feel like the is taking away their, their identity and they're, they're, they're like another number in the army. He says that really if you, if you start uh, going into the realm of the Torah, it really brings out your personality. Correct. And, uh, more, uh, Beautiful. Baruch Shekivanti. Huh? Baruch Shekivanti, good. Yeah. Ali Shor. Yeah. yeah. It's a very accepted, uh, sacred yeah. uh, and Yeah. And um, the, my question, question. is... Yeah. Um, Besides the benefits of uh, knowing what your tools are and knowing what you have to fix, are there any more benefits of getting to know yourself? Versus Shiva talks a lot about 
getting to know yourself, getting to know yourself. Yeah. So I understand that if you get to know yourself, you know what you need to work on, and, and also you know what you have to work with. Right. Are there any other benefits besides those two? Uh, getting to know yourself? Meaning, are there any other benefits besides what? Right. Another benefit. Okay, good. Yeah, there are many benefits. Good question. By the way, I just want to remind everybody: Rav Hillel is uh, is a married man uh, with with Kenaina uh, Hara. How many? Five Kenaina Hara. Kenaina children. He's older. He sits in this year. How many years have you been seeing this year for now? Two, three, two, it's two, three years. Sits every day in this year. I, I want The reason I'm pointing this out is because is because it's a it's an inspiration. Because because what it teaches me is that we're always learning and we're always. He's asking questions. I think every year Rav Hill asks questions. He's not asking questions to be popular, right? He's asking questions because he really wants to know. So I just thank you, Rav Hill. I mean that. Oh, that's amazing. And he's asking that question, what, is it, what are the benefits of getting to know yourself? So another benefit of getting to know yourself is you get to share yourself. You get to share who you are. See, most people are very lonely because they are lonely, because they don't even know who they are so that they can share who they are with other people. When I get to know myself, I could say, Oh, you know what? I know this about me. I want to share this about me to you. Both, both. By saying, you know, I want to share something about me. I want to share an experience. I want to share me with you. The more you know yourself, the more you could share. If I don't know myself, how much can I share? If somebody knows 10% of themselves, how much of themselves can they share? 10%. 10%. So if you have two people, one person knows herself 20%, and the guy knows himself 20%, so then they're sharing 20% of themselves. If I know myself more and more and more, then I get to share myself more and more and more. That's the beauty of building relationships as you get older and older, and you continue to get to know yourself. Because the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to share. And how ironic... Rav Hill, I think you'll like this, that the word in the Torah of who gets to know each other is the Adam Yada as Chava Ishto, which is the ultimate relationship between a man and a wife, to get to know each other. That's to get to love each other. So the more you know of yourself, the more I could share of me to you. And the more you know yourself, the more you could share you to me. And therefore, if I know myself 80%, and my wife knows herself 80%, then together, that's much bigger, better of a relationship than, so that's another benefit that somebody gets. Avada, of course, beautiful. That's also part of a relationship. The relationship is, I could teach Yoni, and Yoni can teach me. That's, the, that's, the, that's why I love question comments. Why do I love question comments? I, I, I could talk for 45 minutes straight. I think you guys know that. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to share. But I want to learn, I, I like Daniel, Daniel gets me thinking. Daniel asks questions, Rafi's, Rafi's very insightful all the time. Also challenging, 
Everyone who shares, shares questions. Shua is sitting here with his notebook. Always, I've got to be careful what I say with Shua. Because it's like, oh, Rebbe, you said that last week on Tuesday. Why are you saying the same thing? But I like that. I like that. Because that helps me get to know me. Helps me challenge me. I want the challenge. I don't want to just know what I know right now. I like your question, Ravillo. That's a great question. It just brought out the point of getting to know myself. Helps me get to know someone else. And helps some, so, sorry, someone else gets to know me. And I get to know myself through someone else as well. So that's, that's also a benefit, the benefit of, of a sharing, getting, of, of sharing. Yes, Rabbi Erblach. Uh, talking about knowing yourself. Yes. I want to know. Yes. If, uh, another Rabbi Erblach, another person sitting in the shir getting to know himself. Two ways a person who wants to be like other people. Yeah. It's either he wants to be like other people. But it could be more, it just doesn't want to be himself. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're usually, that's a very good point. It's not so much that you don't, that you want to be someone else. It's more that I don't want to be myself. But it's really one and the same. Well, it's one and the same in that I don't even know, the pro, part of the problem is we don't even know ourselves. It's not so much that we don't like ourselves. That's also true. I don't want to be myself. It's I don't even know how, how you know, know what it is? It's, it's a little bit sad if you think about it. It's good to talk about this. It's a little bit sad, right? Isn't, wouldn't it be sad if, you, if your son felt that you didn't, like, know him? It's like, think about that for a minute. Go fast forward 10 years from now, be- better. Fast forward 20 years from now, and your son is 18 years old, 17 years old, wouldn't it be sad if he felt that my father doesn't know me? Like, he doesn't know me. Isn't that a sad thought? Am I just making that up? But I think it's a pretty sad thought, right? Like, my dad doesn't know me? Uh, same. Both. Both. Not, not he doesn't know me, meaning uh, he, that for sure would be terrible if he doesn't even know who I am. But I'm saying... He doesn't, he doesn't even know, he, he forgets my name, he doesn't know what I like, he doesn't understand me, he has zero connection emotionally to me. Wouldn't that be sad if, that, if your son would feel that about you? It would be terrible. The understanding part is kind of inevitable. He's going to be brought up in a very different world than I was. So, you already, so you're assuming you're not going to understand your, your son? Don't, won't, won't you want, won't you, don't you hope, don't you hope that you'll understand him to the best of your ability? Yeah, but I, I don't believe that would be fully Good, good. So, so it doesn't have to be extremes either 100%. To the point where no, I'm saying, but again, do you want your son to feel that you are connected to him and you know him, you know he likes chocolate, you know what he is like, you're close, you have a close relationship with him? Of course you would want that. Of course you would want that. Is it easy to have that relationship? Of course it's not easy. You've got to work at it. And yeah, it's a different generation. But you better be thinking that. Well, you will be thinking that in a couple months. You spend more time in this yeshiva, for sure you'll be thinking that. Because otherwise, to me, it's a, it's a joke. Everything else is a joke. You're not going to work on that. That's not what you're going to be focused on. So I'm just saying like this. If that is hurtful to think that, so imagine not knowing yourself. If you don't know yourself, you're going to have trouble knowing somebody else. It's very difficult to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, I don't have a relationship with myself, I'm forsaking myself. 
I'm forsaking myself. If my father can't know me, and that's, a, that's sad. My parents, my siblings, my spouse, the people closest to me don't know me. So what about me not knowing me? How terrible is that? How terrible is that that I don't know me? If I don't know me, who am I supposed to assume is going to know me? Okay. Yes, Shua. Yeah, I'll, no, I'm just questioning with a quote that was put on the chat after music night uh, that says, uh, you know, yeah. when you give yourself to the tzibor, it's not about what you want anymore, it's about what the tzibor wants. So, so what about knowing yourself? If, if Rabbi doesn't want to get up there and say, why, why is he doing it? Mm. So that's a great question. Great question. I love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, great answer. Beautiful Kasha, beautiful Terrence. Something like I learned from the old tree. There's a lot of like conversation about like people being there, not being able to say, um, not being able to, to say no. So, so, or not being, only saying yes. So something we worked on a lot there was being able to say no. Now that I've worked on the ability to say no, I have, I'm, allowed, I'm able to say yes because it's coming from a healthier exactly. place. Beautiful, beautiful. Let me, let me expound. I love Shua's question. I love Nachi's terrace. Amazing, both of you. Amazing. No, and, this, and this is so deep and so good and so important. Ready? And I'll talk about myself. I'll put it right on me because you put it on me. It's Nachi is the one who, who challenged me music night. And I did not want to perform at all. I had zero interest in performing. Zero maybe 0.01. Why? Because I didn't want to. Why? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to speak to a therapist and why I didn't want to. I didn't feel like it. I don't know. I was sitting down. I was maybe, I was tired. I don't know. I was relaxing. It was a beautiful music night and everyone was doing a great job. I'm, I'm loving it. I love music and it was great. I didn't feel like it. So like Nahi saying, I knew that I didn't want to do it. And then I was able to choose that I want to do something for people, for, for you guys, because Yehuda inspired me. Nussi inspired me. Because the guys, cause guys, cause guys who get up and they do things for other people, it inspired me. And Nachi is a very, anyone who knows Nachi, Nachi's good at, at uh, he's, he's, he's an influential person. People listen to Nachi. I'm one of them. And Nachi was like, Come on, Rebbe, I wasn't here last year during the music night. Do it for me. And he, and he pushed me, and I, and I did it. And not because he pushed me, because I decided to. Not that I wanted to. <laughs> I then, but like Nachi said, if the pshat was, I don't even know what I want. It sounds very lofty. Oh, I'm such a big man. Rabbi Fisher is such a big man. He is just for the tzibor. That I would be a big tzaddik that I wouldn't even. That's what it sounds like. It's that's what it sounds like. You want to do? It's not that you want to do it. Right. So I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Maybe I'm not there yet. Right. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Maybe one day I'll get there. Maybe one day I'll get there. That I. That I'm so. Right. So you. So 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 you 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 need to overflow. The goal of life is to overflow. Which is, I want to be so full of love that I have so much love to give over. I have so much goods within myself. I have so much happiness in myself 
that I just exude happiness. I have so much healing within my own heart and soul that I just naturally overflow healing and love and all of those things. That's the ultimate, ultimate. Yeah, Nussi, you like that. You love that. Nussi loves that. You dab for that. So I'm going to tell you something. Nussi, I'm going to give you a little musser because you're in Masil's Yasharim and you'll hear it and it's good to hear. Right? You got a lot of work. I don't mean that. In all, we all do. In order to overflow, you got to really, you got to really dig in because, because if you're starting within, without, if you're starting on the outside, right? right? Yehuda Lerner was able to do what he did and to get everybody to be, to be in the moment and to think of Hashem and to, and to transcend the physical things. You know why he was able to do that? And co- correct me if I'm wrong, Yehuda. The reason he was able to do that is because he lives like that. Is that, is that true? What? What? Do you try to live like that? Or you did that for the stage? What? What? Right. You think you... You weren't performing. It's not like you don't live like that and you were... Sorry that my back's to you. That you're you're performing, but you don't have that at all. You were overflowing you trying to be you, correct? That's that's how you... That's how you do it. It sounds like when you give over without overflowing, you're taking a piece away from yourself. You are. You are. It, it, it depends how much you're taking away. You we're human. We're human. So you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to give a little. The question is how, how, how much do you have? How much are you giving? Someone who gives and gives and gives and doesn't have, what's going to happen at the end? You break. So how do you know the point where you're overflowing? Good. So you, you talk, you have people, you this, right? We talk to people. You share. You ask. You get to know yourself. You get to know yourself. You got to get to know yourself. I'm, I'm good. This is, this is, I'm doing this because I'm, because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I have to fix everybody. I have to please, like Nachi's saying, the reason I am so nice to everybody is because I have to please everybody. Not because I'm really, really, really inside, I hate the guy. But I don't know how to say no. So if you don't know how to say no, what's the value of your yes? You don't have a value of your yes. You just don't know how to say no. Yeah, amazing. Amazing, so powerful. Yes, Rafael. Can we elaborate a little bit on what Daniel was asking about really understanding the next generation? <laughs> I feel... Yeah. Like, I grew up in a crazy generation and, and, yeah. and everything was crazy. Was yes. And yet I feel that it's, it's a big of all that. I don't even know if it's possible to really truly understand the next generation, you know, like kids. my oldest daughter is only years old, but like the things that interest her Great. and the things that the Nisiones that they're going to encounter with all the teenagers, I can't really understand. Maybe I can know what face to put on as if I'm understanding and to listen to them uh, and go, uh, yeah. but yeah, I can't yeah. really understand. Yes. So, so not, I, we, uh, remind me maybe tomorrow for us to continue this, because I'd like to continue this, what, what you're asking, what, what uh, Daniel Center of Hill is asking, I think this is very, very, very important. Um, it's almost like a shalom bias uh, answer, and that is, is that it doesn't matter what generation you're, you're from. Uh, love 
understanding and principles of relationships transcend all generations. So there's never an excuse to say the reason I can't connect to somebody is because we're in a different generation. People... Again, again, people connect, their connection to people transcends generation. It's not, it's not what you like, it's not what generation you're from. If you listen to someone and you show empathy, if you care about someone and you are tuned into them and you're listening to them, it doesn't matter where they're from, it doesn't matter what language they speak, doesn't matter what generation, how old they are, it works. It works. So what Daniel's question, which is a great question, it's really based on false, false pretense. The false pretense is, is that in order for me to connect to someone, I have to um, have grown up the same, I have to share the same uh, you know, hobbies, I have to understand you know, uh, the things that they like or not. No, I don't. If you love someone and you want to be close to someone, right, that's how I was saying it's more of like a shalom bias. There's a reason that men marry women. That's the way Hashem made it for a reason. One of the reasons I think that Hashem made it that way, right, even though the world wants to destroy that, I think they did, right, in America they just recently, I don't know, I'm not, I, I, right, they recently passed a, a law that uh, the uh, same, I don't know what changed, I don't know, I'm not holding so much in that, just someone told me that he passed the law, I don't know what, how significant that is, or it's not, I don't know if anybody's holding in current events, um, but basically there's a reason why Hashem made the world that men marry women. One of the reasons, one of the reasons in my humble opinion is because it's not about uh, being the same, to have the best relationship. That's what people think. People think, in order to have a great relationship, we have to agree. No, it's the exact opposite. You're marrying someone who's a different gender than you. You're marrying someone who has different emotions than you. You're marrying someone who's totally the opposite of you. You're a man, she's a woman. So people are like, oh, what's the chance? How are we gonna make it work? We gotta agree. No, you don't have to agree. You have to love each other. And when you love each other, what you do is you actually listen to them and you actually care for them even though it might be foreign to you, even though you might not relate. How are you supposed to relate to a, to a woman? She's a woman, you're a man. How are you supposed to relate to someone who went to a girl's school when you went to a boy's school? How are you supposed to relate to someone who wears a dress and you wear pants? So what society has done Right? I don't want to get into this really right now. What society has done is they've destroyed that. So they say, no, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all the this. We're not all the same. I don't want to be the same. We're all very different. And the most beautiful relationship has nothing to do with having things in common. The most beautiful relationship is actually when we have nothing in common. But you know what? I want to get to understand you. I want to hear your experience. I want to get to know you. So fakert, so the opposite. That's, that's really what it's about. I want to continue this with Mir tomorrow. Avrami, you had a question? Please, please, comment. You know, people, people are like, like you're saying, like, oh, like, how can we relate to someone from a different generation? Or probably, 
you know, we didn't grow up in the same, whatever, but I'm saying, like, all in yeshiva, you know, we all grew up very, very differently, and whatever, but at the end of the day, pain is pain. Exactly, 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 I might not be able to understand exactly, exactly what you went through, I understand the feeling. I love it, beautiful, beautiful, I love that. And I just want to share something that I, that I went through growing up, is because I'm from the Holocaust, maybe Rabbi Erblich can relate, or others who, who are more my, my age uh, bracket, and that is that I grew up with the Holocaust generation. Okay, could you imagine me complaining about anything? My father was born in the Holocaust. He was born in 1942 in Romania, Hungary. He was in the DP camps. My grandparents, the entire family, were murdered in, in, in the Holocaust. So imagine me as an American kid struggling with, with what? With, uh, I don't like... Uh, the, uh, I'm upset that the Orioles, right, I'm from Baltimore, I'm upset that the Orioles lost, I'm in a bad mood, right? Camp, right? Could you imagine talking to your grandparents who went through the concentration camps about how, oh, I'm not happy in camp. You're in Maganav, honey. We were in camp. You want to talk about camp? But you know what? I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something to what Avrami's saying. It doesn't matter. My pain Yes, of course, you can't compare the, the, the pain of, of, of murder and destruction and concentration camps to the fact that, you know, uh, I got one slice of pizza and my brother got two. But like, but like what Avram is saying, he's right. Pain is pain. Anxiety is anxiety. Fear is fear. Love is love. And when people, when people connect to what's more important, that's when people connect. That's why people disconnect from each other. Oh, how he's dressed, how, he's, how he looks, how this. Hey, give me a break. He's going to die, you're going to die. He, he's lonely, you're lonely. You're putting on a show, he's putting on a show. So his show looks like this and your show looks like that. What's the difference? But at the end of the day, we all, we all, we're all the same. At the end of the day, we all have our struggles. At the end of the day, we all have our shortcomings. Don't judge me because we sin differently. Right? That's, that's, that, 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 that's what it is. When we, when we forget that and we get lost in the superficiality of life, then we disconnect from each other. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocha to continue coming back, to continue being clear, to continue getting healthier and healthier every day.